Welcome once again to the Ralston and Sinks virtual podcast. This is episode number three of RSVP. We're very happy to be coming to you here in late summer on a beautiful afternoon and chatting about music, uh, West Michigan and beyond sometimes. And it's kind of fun because last time around we asked folks out there in the audience, the listening audience, if they had specific things and subjects that they wanted us to discuss and toy with and debate that they should call us. We have so, we have a speak pipe line at localspins.com where you can leave your suggestions for any podcast, uh, issues about music that you think we should be discussing here at RSVP. And we were very fortunate that uh, someone immediately responded, and it was uh, Jer, essentially, from uh, the at Brother Adams, a Holland group, and uh, he wanted to know something uh, that that he thought we should be discussing here. So I'm, let me let you listen to Jer real quick, and uh, we'll go from there. Hey, John and Ralston. This is Jer from Brother Adams. And I was curious what your guys' thoughts were on musicians and other people in the scene um, making their opinions on social issues and political issues um very known and being very outspoken about those uh, on the whole social media thing. Um, so yeah, I'd love to hear what you guys think about that. Thanks. Thanks very much, Jerry. Appreciate that. Um, and actually, this is a very timely subject, and it's one that comes up oftentimes during the election year, actually, when people get kind of, uh, on some hand, very excited about uh, artists who talk about candidates or political issues and other folks who think that they should essentially just stick to the music. I, I think that uh, the fact that Kid Rock recently performed here in Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena and really put politics at the forefront of what he was doing with his circus-like show. He brought a podium up on stage which had an emblem on it that looked like a presidential seal and he's been hinting at the possibility of making a run for U.S. Senate and essentially he gave a stump speech up on stage, uh, profanity-laden as it were. Uh, about a week before he comes to Detroit for a couple of shows, to open up the new Little Caesars Arena where of course you've got protesters outside who are upset about the fact that Kid Rock in years past has used a Confederate flag on stage which is sort of a symbol of uh, white supremacy and I think that there's it's interesting that uh, Kid Rock as, as an artist has sort of sparked this kind of controversy um, but I do think it's interesting I think I think in some ways uh, artists uh, can't help themselves sometimes when it comes to expressing their political views. Uh, so I don't know, uh, Ralston, what, what's your view on, on in general? Well, I guess I would make the distinction of of it being uh, the you know you're mentioning the social media. I mean, if that if that's the uh, platform we're probably mostly addressing here, uh, then I guess I would say that I. I don't know that I would. Most people on uh, social media is not the place, a lot of times, to try to get into any kind of, of in-depth discussion about some of these issues. I just don't think you have. Um, people do not spend the time to work and wade through the information uh, when you try to post something. If it's in a hundred and forty characters or on Twitter, or if it's just like a 
a post on Facebook. I don't know that you have the ability to uh, make the points that you need to make and have the dialogue. People are too quick to just jump to a conclusion or they'll take a trigger word and and then go off on it. So that for me, I would probably uh, eschew the social media aspect of those kinds of things. Now, if you want, I, I, that's not to say you, you don't have anything to say politically, even in your music or your songs or your shows, but I think you need to be pretty adept at uh, being able to say what you're going to say. You know, part of it in my thinking is that an artist, some artists, and I was just talking about this, like uh, a singer-songwriter from Kalamazoo who performed at Speakeasy Lounge the other night, Brian Kenixnick, he has a song about global warming, and he was letting the song sort of tell the story and, and express his political views without necessarily coming out even on stage and talking about that. On the other hand, other artists, and I know I've seen a lot of them over the years, uh, the Indigo Girls certainly aren't a good example of that, and, and, and there are many others. Steve Earle, for instance, uh, has long been a, a, a opposed to capital punishment, and, and he brings that into his concerts quite often. He's written about the subject, obviously, in his songs, but he's not afraid to talk about this issue and express his political views. The problem comes when I think some people want to come and hear the music, and they don't feel that maybe they agree with his politics. They might like his songs, but not necessarily are agreeing with his politics. So the question is, as an artist, are you worried about uh, your market? Are you worried about uh, the financial implications of not broadening your audience because you're automatically taking a side on a political issue that might divide you know, your audience? Uh, well, I don't, I don't think it's a matter of, I mean, the, there's inherently certain trigger words that as you set this up talking about being afraid or uh, fearing or you know any of those kinds of things uh, losing audience share I'm not I'm not quite sure that's that would be my motivation or my my concern uh, what I think is probably my, my bigger concern is the fact that it, you're not being being able to address the issue uh, with as much integrity and depth in a short period of time. And, and what you're talking about in terms of introducing songs or the songs themselves really is not part of the, the question here either then. It's if, that's, if we're dealing with social media. Yeah, know? but I think that there's a general <coughs> issue of, of expressing your political beliefs strongly. Yeah, I, I mean, to me, like I say, I don't think social media is necessarily where I would... I mean, you can ask some questions... I don't know if that that's the place for me to try to address them all. If people want to come out to a concert uh, or a lecture or something like that, if you come to the concert knowing a little bit about the person, you're coming. I mean, if you show up at a Steve Earle show, you kind of know if you're aware of Steve Earle at all. Now, some people are surprised, and and, and that may catch them up short. Uh, but I don't know that it's it's. Uh, I don't know if if for me. It's, that's part of the experience, you know. I would probably go along with that. Uh, I wouldn't. I didn't go to see Kid Rock, but then I, I'm not a Kid Rock fan. Um, I have seen. I've seen some stories. I know some people that know him and play with him, and they 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 respect him. And he seems to be a generous person, and he's helped out in the Detroit area. There are other people that I know that in that scene that think he's an absolute jerk. Uh, you know, I haven't had the opportunity to draw that conclusion. Um, because I haven't had that that close connection to him 
you know. And for us to make those kinds of value judgments, whether it's pro or con, because I know there are other people that go off on an artist because they hold a p particular position, and uh, and they say, you know, shut up and just play the music. And I, I I don't I don't necessarily agree with that either. I think there's a point there's a point. James Joyce, uh, we're gonna you know, this is going back as as a as a as a poet, as a as an Irishman. Um, and, and a contributor to a lot of great literature in our, and, and considered in our culture. Um, you know, he took some political stands. Uh, he had some certain ideas that I don't think were real um, popular. Some of this has come out late, lately in some of his papers that have surfaced. But he, he wasn't a big fan of the throwback. He was a bit of a nationalist, but he wasn't necessarily a big fan of the language aspect of uh, just going to keep it in Gaelic, which was that's been a tension between things over right. the years. So there's a lot of different uh, aspects to this, depending upon what's what's the topic we're talking about, what the issues are at the time, and there seems to be hot issues that come up that surface in in politics. Whether and, and I don't know if we should be driven by those topics. You know, there's things sometimes that feels like we're being baited to let's just talk about this issue. Now, I think there's some other things that are just as important that we probably should talk about, you know, whether that's on a local level, on a local po political level, and we address some of those things as well. Some of the things, as a musician, as an artist, we are in a position to offer that kind of help. Maybe we're well studied in that. Maybe we've actually spent some time in that, whether it be somebody like a, a Johnny Cash who, who actually did a show in Folsom Prison, you know, might want to take on a, a talk about political re political reform of our prison system, something like that. Uh, and Steve Earle, having dealt with the things that he's dealt with, those kinds of things. But, uh, you know, sometimes I think there are artists that will step into a topic or an issue that they really aren't that well versed in. And when you start just modeling that, and when you start just repe repeating what you're hearing because you thought it, you liked it, and you don't really have the basis for it, I think you're better off just sticking to playing your music at that point. I, I, I think this issue has become a lot more intense since the election, since the presidential election, since a president who tweets every time something comes into his head. And I think what happens is that on Facebook, People tend to, I think you're a little bit invisible in the sense that, yes, okay, I'm a musician and I'm going to say something, and then someone just responds really quickly, and it can quickly get out of hand in the sense that it becomes a name-calling thing rather than a, like you say, a serious, thought-provoking, intelligent discussion about a particular issue. And I think that's the danger for anyone, whether you're a musician or whether you're just a, you know, or not, when you're talking about these types of hot button issues on Facebook, you might be opening yourself up to some criticism that you didn't expect. And it may come at you from a lot of different directions that you may not be prepared to respond to, or if you respond to it, you may not be able to respond to it completely enough to really explain yourself. And in some ways, I do think that it's, it's perfectly logical for an artist to have political views, they live in society, they see things. I've always been amazed at how some artists see the world in, in a much more insightful way than the average human being. They're able to express themselves through music in a way that really cuts to the quick, or maybe uses wording that 
really makes someone stop and think about a particular issue. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, I think I actually appreciate an artist that is able to do that and has the courage, I think, sometimes to do that, even maybe when he knows he might he or she might get some criticism. Um, Roger Waters is another example of an artist who's been touring you know, uh, regularly with, with a lot of his Pink Floyd music, but also because he has a very controversial sort of anti-war message that's really sort of made uh, made some people feel like maybe he's making anti-Semitic comments, uh, you know, that, that they may be misreading maybe what he thinks uh, he's talking about. But he has he's stuck to his guns. I'm, I'm actually kind of amazed at how he's continually expressed himself fairly openly and in public and in interviews uh, and, and elsewhere about, about his views on the subject matter. Um, and yet I know there are people that have gone to his concerts that have gotten kind of mad, mm -hmm. uh, whether because of his anti-Trump or anti-whatever you know whatever, uh, symbolism that he uses it in his shows, and they're quite powerful. Mm -hmm. uh, and there are people that have gone to the concerts and, gone, and gotten up and left probably because they felt like this is not what they came to see or hear. Well, I, I, you know, I think there are a lot of... Uh, when it comes to the topics at hand, I mean, we've n we've watched some of this over the years with you know, Jackson Brown and Bonnie Raitt and Neil Young and various people who you know, we're talking about the no nukes and things like this and the Vietnam War. There are things that put people in harm's way. Um, you know, the pipeline. That's, that's yeah. those things are all issues. And we're talking about immigration. I mean, Woody Woody Guthrie goes back to the whole thing with you know deportee. So we have these things in our history. I don't I don't think there's anything that would say we shouldn't be addressing these things or at least talking about them but the idea of, of us you know um for me the the name calling and the actually going after some of those people it somewhat limits its its uh, shelf life not that the topic topic isn't uh still germane but you know some of these people a lot of these guys i mean nobody's going to remember you know what happened with Teddy Roosevelt and, and some of the controversies that happened around him. I mean, we're like we're centuries away from that. But and the same thing will probably be down the road from this. Right now, we're in the middle of a lot of weird stuff. A hundred years from now, most of these people who were participants in this, I don't think Scaramucci's name's going to be. <laughs> you know, other than the fact that they might remember it from it sounds very similar to a Queen lyric. That's probably the only thing that gave that guy any kind of time past his being fired anyway. So, um, yeah, I, I think sticking to the to the topics uh, at hand would be to uh, write songs. Uh, if, if this is something that is really important to you and you want to contribute to it and you want to talk about the certain issues, then, then research those and, and find out that you're not just speaking off the top of your head on it that you're actually giving people something that they will then go back to and research. Because, I mean, some of these issues people may not even have thought about. And those are the good things about it. It helps brings up pieces of history. Like, I never knew that much about some of the union things until I came across, uh, I mean, Mick Lane right. turned me on to some of the different union stories, you know, and a guy like Utah Phillips and Woody Guthrie and those things. These are stories that got talked about that with the iron mines and, the, and what was happening within, uh, you know, some of the some of the uh, massacres that took place yeah. because of unions and and the, the, the mine workers and various things so these things get it get addressed um, I, I know was was the 
the Bee Gees was that it was that the one that they did about the 19 something mining disaster right. I mean was that a real thing you know, I think it was based on, and, and and that made it into the charts at one point. I mean, that's getting played on the air, and uh, you know, I don't know if there were people picketing outside of radio stations over that or not. Uh, we have moved away from from some of those kinds of things uh, where we don't we don't see radio stations getting that kind of push back. Yeah, certainly not in commercial radio, which I think is also, I think, maybe changed sort of the way in which people get their music these days. But, I, the, for instance, the folk movement was in, integral to the civil rights movement. It was integral to the anti-war protest. It was, a, it was part and parcel of it all. And I think the important thing, I think, is that artists shouldn't remain silent. I think they should braise these issues. The question is maybe not so much on facebook and social media but exactly. maybe but exactly. maybe in a in a uh, you know as part of their music and in explaining a song and in introducing a song and in and in presenting it uh to to, the, to their audience but i do think there are a lot of artists that are not certainly not afraid to express themselves on a particular issue that they feel strongly about and and, and we should not be sitting by silent when well, when racism or, or other injustices happen, we should be expressing ourselves. And as artists, I feel that a lot of musicians probably need to do that in order to, 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 to be part of society. Well, when you're invited, and you're invited to participate in an, in an event, like stand alongside someone like Martin Luther King or some, of, you know, some sort of a, a, a gathering in Washington, D.C., um, or any, anywhere else, New York, LA where there's a group of people that are gathered together to talk about some of these issues then yeah I think I mean that was that, that was the whole thing with Peter Palmieri or the, the, the no, no nukes movement or the standing rock situation I think those are the places for some of that to come out and you can talk about it and you address it with an intelligence and a and a content delivery that helps make it you know four dead in Ohio I mean when when Crosby Stills and Nash did that was very timely it came out on the heels of Kent State you know and it's still you know, and it makes an impact. And it still stands today. What I fear is that sometimes when that stuff gets played so much and it becomes nostalgic and it falls into the realm of just arche archaic stuff. That was part of our history. And, and, and if you're doing it from that perspective. But again, coming back to the initial comment, you know, how, what should we do on, on, on social media? I just don't know that social media has the, 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 the journalistic credibility or the, the, the amount of staying power for people to stick with it. I mean, they people have tended, you know, goes back to the you know kittens and uh, and um, you know funny jokes and uh, you know recipes and what am I eating? You know, it's just not the. I, I don't know that that's the social um, exchange. There there's there's a much better way of us to approach it than that. So what so what is it for then? I think a lot of people have, have backed into it, and there's there's artists that I've talked to about this. They say, you know, um, I use it to drive people to my website where I actually can address some of these things. That's probably a much smarter way to do it. Or I let people know where I'm going to be in concert, those kinds of things. I mean, even if you were to, like, transcribe, I don't think Facebook is where you would transcribe this entire podcast and post it. Right. Right. I mean, you would send people to your website to come, come listen to this, come talk about this. And this would be a forum that is possible where we could talk about some of these things if somebody wants to talk about 
particular topics or issues, then we could address it that way. Where you have more time, it's the difference between listening to a, a, a three-minute soundbite or a headline on, you know, uh, Reuters news real quick. You, here's the news. The news in five minutes around the world. Less, yeah. Or in that, but then NPR or someone like that, you know, or even 60 minutes will go into a much more extended, in-depth research behind the scenes, and you kind of it's behind the music. And, and you know, and speaking of that specifically, if folks have some opinions on this matter, musicians, non-musicians alike. Uh, feel free to go to localspins.com and you'll be able to find the podcast and you'll be able to leave your message, a voicemail message for us uh, through our SpeakPipe voice messaging system. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, whether it's this subject or another subject that we might want to talk about. And there's a lot going on in West Michigan this weekend. In fact, this is a very hectic time of year as people are wrapping up their summer festivals and there's a lot of stuff on people's minds, but I know that a lot of these artists that are performing at these festivals are expressing political views as part of their uh, performances. So I think it is a very timely topic. We appreciate Jared from Brother Adams for, for uh, suggesting this, and uh, definitely stay tuned. RSVP will continue, uh, Ralston and Sink's virtual podcast, and uh, we love to hear from you folks as well. So thank you very much, and uh, have a fabulous weekend wherever you are. And Ralston, any final words? Yeah, uh, you want to support uh, Local Spins by uh, buying his swag, anything that's up there. Uh, coming out on Wednesdays. I didn't pay him for this. Coming out on Wednesdays to check out the local, uh, you know, the, uh, the speakeasy events because a lot of times artists that you hear about get done. And also, I guess, you know, there is a, a radio show that still happens on, on another station. I, can I say the station? Is that, sure. oh, it's, it's, you know, of course, YCE, WYCE. He's got a show there. So, uh these are important voices. Uh, what happens uh, through these kinds of channels are what allows you as a listener and as an artist to be in touch with some of these things and talk about some of these things. And that's what it's for. Um, so I guess that would be what it is. Thank you very much, everybody. We'll, 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 we'll see you next time.